Welcome to Meet the Cast at the Apple Store Regent Street in London. Please welcome guest moderator Edith Bowman. Thank you. Wow, what a great crowd tonight. Thank you so much for coming down. It's brilliant. It's so exciting. I, I was, I've been in there for about 45 minutes and there wasn't that many people, so I was a bit like, woo! Amazing. Anyway, um, before we introduce um, our three lovely, funny, entertaining, very talented guests this evening, let's take a look at the trailer for Begin Again. No, 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 man, no. Get out of my car. Dad. We need to talk. You gotta go. I'm taking my client list. It's not Jerry Maguire. I'm taking my heart, man. I bought it, I picked it. Got no good answers when I ask you why! This is unbelievable, you're a total rock star. <laughs> oh my God. I love you. We need to talk. Who is she? This is a new song for anyone who's ever been alone in the city. So you find yourself at the subway. Here comes the train. That's some song you got there. The I want to make records with you. you Are you really an A&R man? You just look more like a homeless man. Let's record an album, and the city is our studio. You mean record outside? Every song we do in a different location. An outdoor album. I wish I could have thought of that. All over New York City. It'll be beautiful. Check it out, your boyfriend just won a music gong. If I could somehow undo what I did to us, then tell me what it is. I think everything's changed. Nice beard, you can lose that. I was having a nervous breakdown. And then I heard your song. That's what I love about music. It's where magic happens. Anticipating the next groove. The road is long, and you're only as strong as your next moves. <laughs> Jimmy, did you get that down, though? Yeah, I got it. All right, because that was exceptionally good. Oh, I've been lucky enough to see this film. You're in for such a treat. Please give a huge welcome to our guests this evening. Mark Ruffalo, Keira Knightley, and James Corden. I love your dress, just, a, just as an off, as a long comment. Um, Congratulations, first of all, on this film. I saw it the day after I got back from Glastonbury and it completely sorted me out. It was just amazing. Um, so much about it. And you all look so natural in that environment. Around music, in music, singing it. Did it feel natural? No. <laughs> no, it didn't feel natural it's at all. Yeah, exactly. It's the acting part of it, but I'm glad it looked natural. That's really good. But it, but it, but it, 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 I mean, was that the part of the attraction for you all for, for the film, was the musical element to it, that world? Yes. Uh, yeah, because I'd seen once, and I, and I really liked what John did with the, the musical part of uh, movie making. And um, so, I, yeah, I thought it was going to be an interesting... Um, an interesting ride because I was kind of a musician at one part of my life and 
So, I could tell you played bass before. Uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> James? For, for me, I, it, it, it was uh, genuinely just the opportunity to be in a film with people like Mark and Kira and directed by John and shooting in New York. I never really thought past that, really. I didn't think whether it would be good or bad. I just thought, well, this is going to be an amazing experience for me. And, and, and I really... I really did enjoy every single second of it. Like, just shooting in New York for me was thrilling enough. Like, it was great, yeah. This, the thing that I, I, t I took so much away from watching the film in terms of you relate to a lot of the characters in different situations, whether it's, uh, you know, there's like the game that you make up for in the, the part, in this kind of reverse musical statues and things like that. And you see yourself in so many situations. We're going to watch a clip right now with, with you guys when you sort of first meet for the, the first time. And it's... I think everyone's kind of had that experience where someone's kind of come up to them and you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Whether it be a girl and a guy, two guys, whatever and stuff, and whatever the intention is. But that's another thing about the film is it feels so relatable. Yeah, I think, I think everyone either has been at some point these characters or you know somebody and love somebody like this. You know, I think it's very much a film about people who have fallen down who think that they know where they're going and all of a sudden the rug's taken out from under them and they have no idea and how exactly you pick yourself back up and I think any adult has been through that in one way or another so it's impossible not to kind of watch it and go yes I recognise that yeah okay we're going to look at this clip right now which is when Dan and Greta meet for the first time I'm in what? I want to make records with you I want to I want to produce you, I want to sign you. We're meant to work together. Sorry, didn't, didn't you see what just happened up there? Yeah, what? Are you feeling sorry for yourself? No, I like my music. I mean, who cares if they don't get it, right? You just you need to work on your performance a little bit. Well, I'm not a performer. I just write songs from time to time. Are other songs as good as that one? Wait, are you really an A&R man? You just look more like a homeless man. I've been out celebrating all week, and I just signed a band. We got carried away. That's some song you got there. I promise you it could be a big hit. Plus, you're beautiful. Sorry, what, what's beauty got to do with anything? Jesus, you're tricky, aren't you? No, I actually just think that music is about ears, not eyes. And I'm not Judy Garland just off a Greyhound bus looking for stardom, but really, thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. Um. Go on. Something tells me that's not the end of those two. <laughs> really? That's the, actually the end of the well, film. Yeah, that's it. the last scene of the film. It's a, it's it's a short film. It's, it's amazing. That's another thing I like about this is the ending, which I'm not going to say anything about. You won't see the ending coming. Yeah. That makes it sound like something explodes. I don't know. No mean one it like dies. That. Nothing, no one dies. Nothing explodes. <laughs> it's just no. It's a very. It's not the normal ending for a romantic comedy. If this is a romantic comedy, it's I think not that's the, the best thing about the film. Is uh, I think in so many in so many ways from the second it starts, you think, oh, well, I, I know exactly where this film's going. It's so clear what the path of all these characters are, and it couldn't be more different to that. And I think that's a real credit to John, really, that he's. He's made, I think, like a deconstructed romantic comedy. Really, in one sense, it should feel like a very mainstream film, and then, and then the next, and in many ways, it is. And then the next breath, it feels like a very small independent movie where the, the story sort of fluctuates as to where it's going and things like that. And, and I, I think that makes it a lot more interesting to watch. And, and it's also that, that idea that, I mean, you said, is it a romantic comedy? Is it, I mean, is it a musical? The music's not narratively important, but it's emotionally important. 
which is kind of nice as well. So the music's not kind of taking you out in the story, but it's definitely giving you a bit of an insight into their feeling. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, they're, they're people who, who express themselves emotionally through music. So it's obviously a really important part, but it's not that musical in a way where suddenly you're speaking and suddenly you're singing at each other, you know. It, it's not street. that. Yeah. <laughs> I um, loved hearing you talk about um, when you did some vocal training um, and you kind of were hoping it was going to be a bit like Adele. Yeah. You know, you're kind of, yeah. Yeah, I mean, don't we all? <laughs> You're like, but now I know she's in there somewhere. She's just bursting to get out. But you've got a great voice. Thank you. When did you know about this? I don't know oh, about Oh, come this. on. No. Come on. It was like one of those terrifying things because the, the songs weren't written until, or the lyrics weren't written until about two days before we went into the studio. So it wasn't like we had any time to kind of go, oh, how do we want her to sound? Or what's this going to be? You know, it was more like, okay, just go. So it, it, I just got into the studio and had a rather stressful four days of going, oh, it sounds terrible. And how are we going to do this? And then trying to figure it out. Did you have to sing for John though? I mean, because it's such an important part for the, the mm. character and the no, role. No, I'd sung in a film um, called The Edge of Love which I did about seven years ago um, and he'd seen that in a really really different style like it's very sort of theatrical 40s but he'd seen that and sort of gone oh yeah you'll be fine and I found this with musicians like they can't really understand people that can't naturally just do it <laughs> like every single musician that I spoke to about this just went oh yeah don't worry about it it'll be fine like, <laughs> yeah. yeah for you it's fine because that's what you do <laughs> but uh, yes but they were right it was fine so yeah and, and also in terms of the the the, the voice that you have, your singing voice, so suits the character and the role and stuff, where you could have sounded like a kind of West End kind of yeah, Hello I, Dolly. I, I, I would have liked to also sound like a West End Dolly, but I don't have that kind yeah, of voice. Yeah, but, but that was, a, that was you know, uh, yeah. lucky. No, it was, it was lucky, but it was also, I mean, I think, again, I'm, I'm not a singer, so we did have to just kind of go, okay, I can only sort of come at this from a character point of view and how does this make sense for so, you know, the character isn't somebody who likes to perform she doesn't like to be in front of people she doesn't like to be the centre of attention so we sort of thought okay how can we sort of make that clear in the voice did you enjoy it? did you enjoy that no. side of it? <laughs> when, no, it was I, was <laughs> I was there when yeah. she was recording and, and um, <laughs> I wasn't the nicest person to be around no you were so she was so nervous oh, and, oh. and then she started no, and nobody knew that, that she was going to be able to sing as well as she did so like the tension in that studio everyone was just watching thick. it was it was an awful environment like to try and baseball do anything bat in. thick <laughs> yeah and wow. and um, and so she started to sing and everyone looked at each other Oh my God, she could sing. Yeah. Only I was in a sound booth, so all I see is people looking at each other and they didn't look happy. So I'm just like, oh we, we just wanted to trick you to keep, to keep yeah. trying hard. Thanks, you did. Yes. Thank you. And, and all you could hear her going was like, this sucks. <laughs> this is terrible. I hate it's it. Also, what I didn't understand was nobody offered me a drink. Like, what? you hear about musicians that, and that music studios and all that no, stuff. No, I mean, like, you know, and it, it was wasn't also, fair. No, it, it wasn't was, fair. And we did it in Electric Ladyland Studios, which is this mythic studios where, isn't it, Jimmy, Jimi Hendrix. Hendrix performs. So you think, you know, there's going to be something around that's going to chill me out. Yeah, I mean, you can I got, lick the wall and yeah, get exactly, high Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I should have tried that. Yeah, yes, you should. Um, there's amazing kind of difference in tone with the relationships on screen as well. You know, whether it's... You and James's character, which is the great moments in the film as well. I mean, it, there's a genuine chemistry between you guys. Did you did you get drunk in that scene? Or was I mean, you fake getting drunk together really well. Um, uh, well, <laughs> was uh, that tea? Was, I, I, I don't know if I got anybody in trouble when we did. We just came back from New York and did a a, a drunk there, and I mentioned that uh, 
we'd been shooting on the subway one night and I was in a play in New York at the time so I would often shoot in the afternoon go across town do the play and then get straight in a car after like I'd literally bow and get changed in the wings and get back in the car and go and uh, one night we were um, shooting on the subway and Mark was drinking a coffee in the Starbucks thing and he said to me God you must be really tired after shooting and doing the show and I said, yeah, I am a bit. And he said, you must really need a drink. And I said, yeah. And he passed me this coffee and I drank it and it was a vodka tonic. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, and then, and then I realised, I've, I've subsequently realised that it was all, this is all down to Kira. And Kira was fueling, the, I should say, these were all, mon there's a lot of montage in the film where we essentially have to do a lot of miming instruments. We just do a lot of this. So it's sort of acceptable you to You can't do that sober. No. You, that you shouldn't do that sober. Yeah. But in, in relation to what you said, like, I, I, it was... Um, I don't really know how it happened that Kira and I had sort of... Something... It was so joyous to be part of. We, we really just hit it off immediately and, 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 and it didn't feel like it was any work at all to find this relationship between the two of them. It, it was... It was um, like one of the, one of the nicest sort of... Um, relationships I've had with someone on on screen really just in it just it oh, felt so out, yeah. natural it was really great it did feel like watching mates from you know who've been mates for years that's kind of what so well done it, that's yeah. what it felt like <laughs> so that's good uh, and, and and also you know you and Mark as well um, amazing chemistry and then you and Catherine we're going to see this little scene where you rock up at your she's not your ex she's your wife but you're separated you rock up for a shower and it's just a brilliant little scene so we'll talk about this after we've seen it you look nice, no, princess. You, you can't just... I heard a song last night, and I'm telling you, it's exactly what that shit-ass lady needs right now. You can't just barge in here. You can't come in here like this. Why? Because that's our arrangement. Well, that's you got we, somebody here. That's not the point. We have an arrangement. Hello? Stop it. Straight man, any straight man, don't worry about me. It's just a husband taking a shower. You can continue fucking my wife. Hey, that's not funny. Hey, I'm sorry. If I did, you'd be the first I'd tell, okay? Oh, so you're not. Get you a shirt and a shirt. No razor. Stop. Bad. All right. You want to come in? You want a sexy thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> the timing on that yeah. is brilliant. Just thought about it. Yeah. Amazing. How much was improv? Was that all written down? Was that kind of... There was some, we, we played around a bit with, with that stuff. We, I mean, we, we were there and doing the lines, but every once in a while we'd add a little something here yeah. and there. Yeah, I mean, John, John had actually said to me, the director, five days before we started, actually, we're throwing the script away and we're improvising the whole lot, which completely freaked me out because the script was wonderful. So I was like, why are you doing... Um, but actually, I think we, we stuck to a lot, like, we, we stuck to most of it and then just kind of played around sort of within it. That's funny because then I started improvising a lot and he said, we're sticking to the script. I don't know what that You really judge him on his yeah. mood yeah. as to how much you could riff around it because yeah. I can remember one time he said to Kira and I, like, just, just go, whatever you think, whatever you want. So we just sort of did this long, ambling improv and then he came back in and went, guys... You can do any of the lines. And we're like, you really can't win. No. So essentially, you would just, you would do the scene and then carry on. Yeah. Was that was how we tended yeah. to do our scenes? We would do the scene and then yeah. if he didn't say cut, we'd just carry on talking. Yeah. And so I think that was when he'd be most happy. Was New York kind to you as a location? 
Yeah, it was ama- it's amazing. I mean, I think that the film is very much like a love song to New York. Mm. It's like it's a holiday in New York, you know, and um, and it was amazing being there and just being in the streets. You know, it's such an extraordinary city. The energy of it is like nowhere else. And so I think it was really important for all of us that we were out and about as much as possible and actually trying to capture it. But we didn't have permission for a lot of kind of locations. And obviously, it's a very low budget film. So it was just a matter of sort of getting in the back of a van and jumping out and trying to capture something before anyone noticed and then jumping back in again. So. That's awesome. There's, love... a, there's a big chunk of the film, which is uh, one of my favourite bits of the movie, which I'm not in, which is rare for me to say. <laughs> um, um, and uh, it, it, there's a scene with Mark and Kira, and they, sent, they, they basically go on a long walk around New York listening to music uh, on, a, on a sort of joint headphone uh, thing. And um, I didn't know at the time. I, didn't, you know, I hadn't seen it, and when I saw the film, and John told me that they just shot... Was it like 3 a.m. in Times Square with yeah. no permits... And literally a camera and the two and of them. Kira and Kira Knightley. Yeah. <laughs> with about 10,000 tourists. Yeah. And we, they didn't even notice us. No. It was amazing. We did no, two apart takes. from he did actually say, like, there, someone, there, did. There, someone did. No, there, there was That's like. That's Kira Knightley! Like, I, think it, I think it was Mark Ruffalo, actually. Um, <laughs> no. But no, I think, like, he said that he'd used just the amount that he could use before suddenly people started going, wait a minute, what's that? <laughs> Yeah. There were none of those problems with my bits <laughs> in the film. Um, we've got our last clip I want to show, because there's obviously um, uh, musicians in the film. I mean, Adam Levine's beard should have its own credit. Um, we won't talk about that, because it'll spoil it. Um, but we will talk about CeeLo Green, who is brilliant in this scene. What's up, man? Trouble gone, my brother. My troubles are over. Hello. This is it, gangster paradise. Right. Oh. I like to see Thanks to you. Thanks to you. Uh, Come here, give me a hug. I don't know you, but I'm not going to be able to we ain't fucking around. Because if it ain't right, then it's wrong. And the road is long, and you're only as strong as your next move. You feel that shit? Good, man. You feel that, That's mother? pretty much it. Damn, that was like some <laughs> paranormal activity type shit moving through me. You know me. Oh, man, man, I'm just so happy that to see you, man. Fun. So nice. Thank you. Yo, Fat Jimmy, did you get that down, man? Yeah, I got it. All right, because that was exceptionally good. Hold my hand, baby. Come on. I've been lucky enough to interview CeeLo Green. That's just what he's like in real life. Yep. Was that just you walking into his house on a normal day and just kind of... Pretty riffing? much. <laughs> he, he just... Yeah, talk about improvising. Yeah. He, he, he everything was improvised. Yeah, he was absolutely amazing. He was yeah, so cool. We, we shot, I shot one day with, with CeeLo and he has, a, he has a man with him at all times. You remember this guy? He had a guy, right, who just stands on his right shoulder. He's got a fro with a comb in it and a toothpick and he's just got two phones, right? And uh, hold the mic here one minute. Just hold, no, just hold it, hold, hold this one. So, and he just does this all day, two phones. <laughs> <laughs> and then every now and then he'll lift one up to CeeLo and go, and CeeLo will look at it and go, uh-huh, and he'll go, like that, and carry on. And when we were shooting, he'd never really shot a film before. He'd shot like TV, things, whatever. So 
which there's a scene with me and Sid, which isn't in the film. No, no, it's fine, we're good. And, uh, and, and we're here like this, and we're shooting the scene, and the camera's here, and they go, okay, that was great, brilliant. And Sid goes, okay, man, thanks so much, it's great. And I just went, um, oh, no, no, I think they're gonna, I, th I, don't think it's, I don't think we're done. I think they'll probably bring the camera around here. And he goes, what? And I said, they need to cover the scene. He goes, all right, okay. All right, how long is it going to be? And I said, I don't know, like an hour maybe? He went, an hour? This is bullshit, right? <laughs> and I said, uh, and I said, um, and I said, I really think an hour tops. And his mate, who I'd never spoken to with the toothpick, had never said anything, he went, how do you know that? And I just went, oh, I just feel it. And he went, where'd you feel it? <laughs> right? So as a joke, just to amuse myself, and I don't know why I did it, I just went, I feel it in my plums, right? <laughs> And he laughed so loud. He laughed like I can only scrub like a cutaway of someone at like a Chris Rock concert. He was like, oh, he laughed. He was just going, ah, ah. And he would say it again, say it again. So she went, in my plums. And she went, oh my God. And then like someone from the crew came over and went, oh, it's so funny. And I was like, oh, it's nothing, honestly. And he's going, no, go on, say it again, say it again. And I just became the plums guy that when I said goodbye to CeeLo Green, he just went, say it one more time. And I just went, oh, in, in my plums. And he went, yeah, man, that's shit's hilarious. Sounds like this film was a lot of fun to work on. Um, we've got about five minutes for you guys' questions, so if you've got any questions, then please. Um, lady in the middle, you were first with your hand up. What's your question? Wait till we get a microphone to you, please. Thank you. Here we go. Hi. Hi. Um, hi. Uh, first of all, thanks. You've been absolutely great. Um, Curious said earlier that your characters all express yourselves um, through music in the movie, and I was thinking, thinking back to all the movies you've guys done in the past, what what characters would it be fun to kind of see expressing themselves through music? Your previous previous characters that would be good to express themselves through music. I mean, aren't feel you free. Aren't you working on Atonement, the musical? Yeah. Right I, I was going to say. <laughs> I was trying to figure how that would work. Yeah, atonement, that would be a laugh, wouldn't it? <laughs> and an Esther Karenina. Williams kind of... And a Karenina could be even yeah. better, yeah. Um, yeah, the water scene would like... Oh, uh, yeah. Lots of Esther yeah. Williams. Oh, Williams. Oh, that would yeah. be great. Be yeah, you're right. Okay, uh, next question. Did you have your hand up? Yep, yeah. lady here, please. Great, thank you. Hi, um, what was your favourite location for filming in New York? Because obviously it was slightly different for you guys with this. Where do you reckon? Probably Washington Square, I'd say. That Washington Square Park, yeah. Yes, that was yeah, that pretty was great. fun. And being in Central Park, like the, there is a scene the where boat. we've got a splitter and we're listening to music. Oh, that's great. And pretty. we were in Central Park at night. At night, that it's was gorgeous. amazing. Yeah, that was really beautiful. Good. Were you listening to the tunes that are in the film whilst we were doing that? We yeah. were. The only one that they couldn't get in was was it Shaka Khan? Y yes. <gasps> we had Shaka, a whole Shaka, Shaka, We had a yes. whole Shaka Khan moment that we couldn't. They, they we couldn't, couldn't afford. Eat. Oh man. Yeah, Can't afford Chaka Khan. But she was Ooh. there in spirit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There's the extras when she says, yes, have it. Uh, next, please. Two ladies in the front. We get two double double questions here. I have a question more for James. Um, obviously, during a uh, film, when you were doing One Man, Two Governors on Broadway as well, did you have any moments where you were figuring that you were going to mix up your lines between the from the show and the <laughs> film? Um, no, I don't. No, no, well, one day he tried to do the trunk bit. <laughs> um, no, I mean, no. For pe people kept saying to me all the time, "Oh, you must be really tired." And actually, I said that to him. But I actually, said that to him. I, 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 I genuinely have never felt more sort of exhilarated because when you're in a play like that and you're coming in to show like 450 or whatever, um, you're just aching for something uh, else to do creatively, you know. Um, and so for me, I, I genuinely—it sounds like such a sort of silly thing to say—but I. 
I would sort of pinch myself quite a lot of the time to just be doing a play on Broadway and then to be shooting a film with people like this in company like that. I, I would just... I would quite often think I'm from High Wycombe and <laughs> no one, this shouldn't, you know, I just, I loved it every second really. Yeah, but I never really got the lines mixed up. And lady next to you, please. Uh, hi, this is for, oh, that's loud. <laughs> this is for Kira. Um, I loved you in the Misanthrope and Children's Hour. Um, would you ever do a musical on stage? No. Or, no? You're really good. Oh, it's too, too terrifying. What about like, this? What? We'll do this what? Movie do this? No. On stage. No. It'd be never. Fun. No. It'd be great. No. You could, you no. could lip sync. I think you should totally no. do a musical. You're releasing no. Surely this is releasing an so, album because yeah. the soundtrack's been released. You're, oh, you've so got, actually, you've, I've officially you've, got an album. You've got an album. Yeah. Great. Can you go, go on tour? Go, yeah, go on tour. She's, no! Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be at the Academy Awards. Yeah. Would You're going to have to sing. Here's the question. question. They, they did this to oh, me in New York. They're basically, they know that this is question. my idea of hell, right? Here's the question. So they're just watching so, me as I shrink if, in my seat. If, say, Lost Stars was nominated for Best Song, which yeah. is yeah. Best Original Song, which Pretty is likely. Could happen. Could happen. Yeah. Um, I'd, we'd all love to see Kira singing at Wouldn't the Academy Awards. Yes. Would you, you heard do it? it here first, guys? She said yes. It's happening. <laughs> it's amazing. Book your tickets now. She's singing it with Adam Levine. Oh, that God. would be amazing. With Mark on bass. Yeah, and you on and me on kazoo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. That would be amazing. Uh, do you want to pass the mic along to the gentleman in the front row? Hi there. Um, first of all, just say it's got a fantastic feel, this film. Really looking forward to seeing it. Um, just wondered, you've all been in lots of different types of genres of films. Um, just wondered uh, sort of what your favourite is and also if there's a particular genre that you haven't done that you'd like to do in the future. Oh, that's a good one. Um, um, I, I, think, uh, I think we probably all feel that we've been tremendously lucky in, in being able to do sort of lots of different things. And, um, and I, I think that's sort of the aim. You know, it's wonderful to do something that's a huge blockbuster that's kind of with explosions and green screen and all this kind of technology, and that can be very exciting. Um, but equally sort of going back and doing something like this where it's a very low budget, so it's very much hit the ground running. You can't think, you just have to go, 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 which for me, you know, it, it means that there's no waiting around. It's like constant work, which I really like, you know, uh, but but I think it is all about all about mixing it up as far as what I'd like. I love sci fi's. So I'd oh, love nice. to do. Yeah, but I want to do a sci fi that's like really dark. You know, have, has any I mean, if you know, if you read like if you actually read like sci fi literature is really dark. It's like it's insanely kind of bleak and they never kind of capture that probably because it wouldn't be very nobody would like it but you know i'm i, I think there's something in it dark sci-fi dark sci-fi i'm Go looking ahead. for that for you okay right my last question then okay um when's the film out all these people want to see it what's the release date in the uk uh, it's out on the 11th thanks uh that's right right yes it's out on the 11th of july who's awesome. in it james um it stars adam levine Adam Levine, <laughs> most deaf, and me. Everyone else is quite shit in it. It's <laughs> true. Um, go see it. It's absolutely brilliant. Uh, thank you so much, James, Mark, and Kira. Thank, thank you guys you. for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much.